it do, KT TV? This is KT, and I'm coming at you live with another episode of the Daily K Podcast. And on today's episode, I have Pastor Chad and Jasmine from One Houston Church. How y'all doing today? We're doing great. Glad to be here. I I want to say thank you both uh, for joining um, and just being able to give me a little bit more from both of y'all's perspective regarding the work that you all are doing uh, and also how, you know, we can make it through these times. I do a lot of podcasts on wellness, uh, mental um, and things like that. But today it feels good to be able to have something for the spirit. <laughs> Sounds good. So I guess um, before we do it, um, jump into the uh, interview. How have you all been doing uh, since everything's been going on? I let my wife in. Um, I know this pandemic has been crazy for us. Uh, we've been working from home. We've been having the kids here with us. And so it has been a real challenge. I think that we're probably all facing these same challenges. And um, so it's been a real challenge, but it's actually been good, though. More family time. Um, I think we're able to enjoy each other's company and, and just kind of playing with the kids more than we normally do. And so it's been a good thing, too. I believe it helps build relationships with your family better. Some of this time that you will be running around at work or running after something that's not your family, I just feel like this time it, it helps relationships if you use the time wisely. Right. That's the biggest thing, use the time wisely. Yes, I, I agree uh, because it's a lot of um, hustle and bustle in that everyday life. And so, uh, you know, I'm just thankful for a time to get to sit down and kind of get myself together. I hate that it's under these circumstances. But like you saying, in understanding and accepting, you're just using that time wisely and saying, well, how can I just make it a little better in my book? All right. So I, I appreciate that. Um, now, as we get into the church, one Houston church. So at, at my school, I have a pastor, Pastor Davis, and he's young. And so my question always to him is, man, what made you want to go into ministry at such a young age? Because growing up, I'm a old school Baptist. So, you know, my pastor was old, man. You know how that went. <laughs> so so uh, can you give me a little bit of background about you all? And how did you all even come with the one Houston church uh, with the idea of Uh, Well, I'll start off by just saying that I know for me, um, I've always wanted to be in ministry, um, especially starting out in college. I think that's where I really developed a real relationship with God. And so after that point, I really had a desire to do ministry just for, uh, you know, life. And so um, I know same thing for Chad. You know, I know he grew up uh, thinking, you know, that ministry would definitely be a part of his life. We didn't necessarily know when it would come to play. Um, but wanting to jump into ministry early was kind of for the same reasons that you were just saying how um, I think growing up, we probably all, all used to have that old school minister. I did, too. And I didn't relate to them. And so that was one of the things that Chad and I talked about, just in the sense that we wanted to be able to relate to the younger generation, um, the middle age generation. And we kind of talked about this, too, that we both set under leadership of old school leadership. And so I think that we also relate to the older generation as well. So um, that was one of the reasons, though, is that we wanted to be able to relate to that generation because we didn't get that growing up. And so but people saw it in me before I saw it in myself. I actually was hesitant on even starting one here. And to be truthful, I was like, God, 
have to really push me, and that's what he did. He really pushed me to get to the point of this is what I want you to do. And I think it's just being obedient. At the end of the day, if you know for sure that he's called you to do it and you keep getting pushed and you just feel this nudge, you got to be a you just got to say, okay, I got you. I'm, I'm, I'm going to follow what you say. I don't care. Me, I was hesitant. Where am I going to get the resources from? Where, where am I going to get this? Where, where am I going to get the members from? But walked in and God has provided with every move that we made. He's just been there. Just been giving us time, giving us resources, giving us people that want to sow into Houston. And the one Houston, oh. It's just basically, hey, the way I look at it, I'm born and raised in Houston. And so I looked at it, and I just wanted to do one. At the same time, I, I went to a few churches. I looked at one, and I read the Bible, what does one mean? And just togetherness, unity. And what other, I mean, what a better way to, this is our church, this is one Houston. We're together, no matter what we look like, no matter what we um. Uh, our sins, because everybody has them, no matter our sins, everybody's welcome to one Houston. Hey, at the end of the day, one of my favorite scriptures is, all have sinned to come short of the glory. So you're welcome to one Houston. The doors of the church are open. I understand. I like that. I like that, man. Um, and and that's, that's a great message, man, because a lot of people, I feel, are breaking away from, you know, the traditions. Um, and, and they want the, the congregation, you know, but that relation piece is so big, man, to just feel... Like I belong, you know, I, I've joined um, other like organizations and it's like the organization is wonderful for the meaning. But as wonderful as the things that they're doing, do I relate to anybody in this room? And a lot of times it's no. So then even the good stuff is not even counted anymore. So so to, to emphasize on that, man, I appreciate that, you know, for 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 the future. Um, and so with that and speaking of the future, I love highlighting teachers and administrators because like at, um, during, during the school day <laughs> you're a superhero <laughs> and then on the weekends you get to be a superhero um, so talk about more of your role in the school and how do they kind of mesh or how do you work both when you're talking to your kids oh man it, it first starts off with building rapport one of the biggest things that I do is introduce myself and start building relationships with students as soon as I step on a campus. I actually moved to a new campus this year, and I started the same way I started at my old campus. Hey, I'm Mr. Davis. How you doing? What's your name? And the thing about it that amazes the students most of the time, when they come across me, I remember their name. I got a school with over 2,000 kids, and I, and I call them by name. That means... They, they appreciate that because I've taken time out to say, oh, man, this dude really, he knows who I am. And that is the same way it applies in church as well. When you can build that relationship with your members and they understand uh, that you have taken time out, they know, I know where they're at. I know their, um, their struggles. I mean, it's, it's the same thing. I build connections with, with individuals. And when you can connect with them on a deeper level, they start to mesh with you better and they're able to share more things with you. And then you can go to, into a deeper relationship with them so you can lead them to a better destiny, a better place. I mean, better choices. I, I, I'll never forget at the last school I was at, it's predominantly African-American and Hispanic. Um, most of them have not been exposed to things. And when I say things, I mean, most of them have not been out of Texas. 
Louisiana. That's that's the number one answer I get. Where you been? Texas, Louisiana. And when you start just penetrating their mind with with ideas and places that uh, uh, that they need to see, things that they never heard of before, you're connecting to them on a deeper level. You're trying to really get into their soul. Pastor, just mind. You want them to change your life based off of a conversation that they had with you. And so that's what I try to do every day. Just try to change somebody's life for the better so that they can start reaching for things they thought were unimaginable. And so with the church, have you seen any um, of the students? Because you're in high school. So have you seen any of the students come to the church and uh, even uh, uh, graduates? And so due to the COVID-19, we were supposed to start March 29th. So soon as COVID hit, it stopped our opening day. So we had to start online. But of course, yeah, it kind of messed things up. But my, my youth pastor told me this one thing. Never cancel anything that God has scheduled. And I, so we was like, let's start online. But we're going to promise that we're starting on March 29th. But students are, they're ready. They are, they, they are emailing. They are calling. They are ready for what Houston opened up. And I'm excited. I just went to a. I prayed the other day and some parents stopped me. He, she was like, when is one Houston coming? I'm going to be there. And so they're excited. I'm excited. But I want to be mindful of people's health, their safety. And so I just want to do everything that uh, the experts say about social distancing, about crowds gathering. So we just go away for the right side. But trust me, we are growing this online ministry that we have going to OneHoustonChurch.com. It's going and I, I just appreciate God for pushing me to this next level of my wife and I. How has it been going uh, since you've been online? Like how, because trust me, I understand on building that audience and the work that it takes and it's diligent. So then how have you all been managing that? Uh, one of the things that we've been doing is just making sure that a, our content is good mm -hmm. uh, because I think if your content is good, once you get someone to actually listen to it, they'll come back. And so we've just been making sure that content is good, it's solid, um, that is, you know, we're talking and preaching the uncompromised word. And after that, we're, of course, you know, asking people to like, share, like, share the videos. We are posting it on all of our social media, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, everything. Um, we have also been just making sure that we get people, you know, um, um, to share our videos you know, like consciously, like, hey, make sure you share our videos. And so I've um, been trying to work with PR, just trying to get a, get our name out there, doing things like this show with you, um, trying to get out there. Yes, I understand totally. Um, like I say, it is uphill climb, but the biggest thing is um, you still being obedient. And so when you follow in what you're supposed to be doing, everything else should line right up for you. You know, just putting in that work. So I look forward to seeing how big it gets as we start here, you know. So good luck on that. So then um, community outreach. So as we get the church going, community based, what have you all uh, been doing or kind of working up as we get ready to start getting back to real life? I guess we can call it that. Well, so some of the things that we've done already is that um, went and fed the, the homeless people here in Houston. Uh, we uh, on New Year's we made baskets uh, for the homeless and went in down to what was it downtown? Downtown by the Greyhound station. And we walked, you know, the the streets down there and handed out baskets um, and and water and just gift cards and all that stuff we could we could come up with. 
And um, so those are some things we've done so far. Uh, since the pandemic been here, we uh, found some healthcare workers, uh, gifted them with some gift cards. Uh, we also found people who actually lost their job um, due to the COVID-19, and we are blessing them financially uh, with that as well. And so uh, we've been doing a few things. We are looking forward to when things open up because we have a lot more in store. Yes. And even with our students, um, I had the opportunity to go out and just drive, uh, social distance, and, and just say hello to the students. Still keep that relationship growing with the community. I feel that it's so important to have great relationships with people because that's how you can actually reach them. That's, that's how you can actually just change their life. And so that's what we're all about. One of our biggest things that we do at One Houston is giving. We love to give. And my wife will tell you, I'm like that that guy that just gives them. It, it seemed to be a little bit too much. I was like, <laughs> but that's how much that's how much we like to give. I, I, I just it's been a blessing to give, and what I found out that God has blessed me so much, abundantly, uh, like overflowing, that I want to just give as much as I possibly can, and so that's what I want one Houston to be about is giving back to the community. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, and uh, I I want to say thank you. Um, for that, because uh, like I say, it's all about that community and making that connection. Um, so then, I wanted to know, have you all been doing anything else um, regarding the pandemic? So, like, has anyone been calling in for like prayer groups or, or uh, just taking specific time out like that? How are, how are you all coping? Because that mental anguish is serious. So, how have you all been helping people cope? And so, just counseling, I, I would say. I just talked to a gentleman the other day and he said, I had to change my mindset. He said, sometimes I didn't know how to handle issues, but this quarantine time, he said, I had a chance to concentrate on myself. And we were talking and he was like, most of the time he, uh, he lost his mom and then he lost um, some other people in his life. And so he was always worried about other things. And he it just it expressed this to us last week, actually, just this time of, just talking, it allowed him to be in a better place in his life, how to handle situations. And, and I would want to be an encouragement to everyone to use this time as an, an encouragement uh, to, to analyze themselves, to see where they need to uh, hear the word, be blessed by the word, but implement the word as well. It's to make them a better, know how to handle issues. My biggest thing is people are going to, you're, you're going to have, a certain trials in your life. You're going to have a certain circumstances. My biggest thing is knowing how to play the game with life. If you know they're going to come, how are you going to respond and react to them? Are you going to get into your emotions and get angry? You already know they're going to come, so you got to be prepared and ready for it. Be like, I already knew you were coming. I already knew it was coming. So now I have to, and I would say, get in the Word, me. Solidify yourself in the Word and just walk in it. Like, I know, I know what's coming. God already told me about you last week. You was going to be here this week. So I'm ready for you. Yeah, one of the other things we've been doing, too, um, we have these groups that we have set up. So um, just like our, like we have a family, a family group where we you know, send scriptures out. We encourage each other just, you know, in groups. We have a friend group where we send things out and we just encourage, you know, each other. Because I think that that's part of all of this, uh, this mental piece of the, of the pandemic is just, making sure you're staying connected and that you don't feel alone in these times. Um, and just, I think just the, the fact of staying connected 
is is very beneficial for people uh, right now. And so I, I think y'all covered this next question perfectly, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Uh, are there any words of, uh, because like I say, I like to close with a positive note like y'all just dropped, um, but I, I, just in case there's any more, is there any words of prayer or or any words of faith for somebody who's struggling spiritually? How do, how do I come out of this better spiritually is the question. And I'll, I'll take this one first. I'll let my wife chime in on it. I, I just heard a guy the other day said that they stopped believing in God. Uh, a big, big time uh, personality. And I would say analyze your, your life and your circumstances because people, even though they believe in God, they get hit with life at times. And I would say you need to be steadfast in that word and just don't say you love God. But you have to display the love towards God through the good times and the the bad times. I'm only reminded, I don't want to go into a sermon, but I'm reminded when uh, the disciples were were in the storm and Jesus was sleeping on the boat. Uh, They were scared as I don't know what. Jesus sleep in like storms and waves and like a hurricane, they said. Jesus was asleep, and the only thing that woke Jesus up was someone on the boat that yelled out to him. Anything should have woke him up, but it's somebody who believes in Jesus that he's the one that can. And so, as we go through this pandemic, I would just say Jesus can fix the issue, whatever it is. There's a reason why we're in quarantine. I believe it's for us to build that relationship with, with Christ. Come to a point where, hey, I understand. I, I give you my life, and, and I'm going to walk in it with what you're giving to me. I'm going to take you with me everywhere I go. I'm going to live by with your standards, your 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 guide that you you give me, which is the Bible. Um, one thing I would add to it is that one of the series that we just got out of um, for One Houston was called As You Go. And uh, I just want to encourage people that no matter where you are in life, no matter what stage you're in, no matter if you're someone who's been believing in God a long time or you're you know, trying to get there, um, we want to encourage you to just go, to just go to church, to just begin to read your Bible, to just begin to develop that relationship no matter where you are, because we can all get better. So the encouragement here is to just go, because as you go, God will heal you. He will restore you. He will bless you um, as you go. Um, it, I think we find ourselves a lot of times where, you know, something happens to us. You fall down and you stay down and you're there and you stay there too long. And so you issue that was small turns into a big one. And so our encouragement is to just go. If you fall, get up, keep going. Just go. And so um, and in going, watch what you're consuming. Because a lot of times, you know, what you consume is what's going to eventually come out. And so you want to make sure that you're not consuming so much of the media or this whole pandemic. You want to put into you, you know, reading your Bible, having Christian conversations, you know, put into you the things of God. That way you'll see that come out in your everyday life. And so those are the things that we're doing right now and um, that we're talking about um, each Sunday. So 
tune into our, our YouTube channels because we're talking about that right now. As you go, as you're on this journey, watching what you consume because what you consume will eventually come. Mm, thank you for that one. That that was that was it. I'm about to, I almost grabbed my phone while you was talking and got logged in. <laughs> um, look, so now if you can, um, can you give me the contact information? On how do I find you all? Um, if I'm going through something, can I can I reach out to you then? Uh, how do I join? Give me everything, Pastor. If you go to our website, onehoustonchurch.com, at the bottom there's a spot for all your information you can put in and you can contact us. If you go to Facebook at One Houston Church, uh, Instagram at One Houston Church, we're there. We're, we're um, always available to whoever comes. Uh, we're even on Twitter at one htx church, so just hashtag again one htx church one Houston Texas church, uh, and so we're just excited um, about the opportunity that God has given us to to reach out to people and for people to reach out to us. Uh, we stay in the word, so we always have a word. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and again, this is this is probably one of the. The churches where you'll be most loved and where they give back the most. I, I, I truly enjoy the people that are around me. The, the team that I have around me is a special team. They love hard, they give hard. And, and, I, and I like those two components right there. If you love hard and give hard, that means you're out for people, their, their lives to be changed. And you're willing to give them something uh, so that they can um, benefit from it. Life need changing. So my team, well, shout out to my team. Shout out. They they work hard um, where I will just be able to just enjoy just giving the word out to people. I love my team. Man, and I read something today that said a team is not people that work good together. There are people that trust each other. Yeah. So, uh, yes. yeah, that was, that was it. Got me. So, uh, man, thank you for that. Um, and what time is the service um, on Sunday? What time will you run to YouTube? Uh, every Sunday at 10 a.m. 10 a.m. Okay, well, I will uh, be there. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, I wanted to thank y'all for stopping by uh, and sharing some time today, uh, sharing the word about One Houston Church. Uh, I look forward to everything uh, that's about to happen and anything that I can do, I am here. Thank you so Thank much. You. Thank you. All right. Well, that'll do it for us, y'all. All right. This is KT for KT TV signing out. 100.